Warriors forward David Lee. David, you got to be awfully happy uh, what happened last night and what your team showed. No question. Huge win for us on the road. As you guys know, Utah is a tough team when they're at their place and a team that's consistently beaten the Warriors the last 150 years <laughs> Utah. And uh, just really, really happy we went there and got a win. And uh, it was huge for us in the standings considering uh, they're one or two spots behind us. So how exactly did you guys go about taking that crowd out of it because there were times where I could literally hear the coaches calls like get up on him get up on him I mean and you never you can't hear the person next to you most often oh, and, you know, and, and as you know from from covering games there their crowd can uh, can can talk a lot of crap to the opposing team during the game yes there was nothing there was nothing more satisfying than uh, to have that crowd be quiet the whole game I'll tell you what it's uh, we are playing good defense last night team defense was great um and and I thought that you know they just never really found their rhythm offensively and uh and so they kind of kept the crowd out again you i I've said this more than once, and people think I'm crazy when I say it to me, the crowd in Utah, the things that are said are the most obnoxious and over the line of any place that I've heard, and that goes for New York or Philadelphia or any other the other places that you think of to me. The Utah fans go places that nobody else goes. I will agree with you on that one. Not trying to overdo it to start a controversy, but yes, right. there there are some crazy things said. So uh, yeah, I was happy to to not have those things said last night. Instead, get out of there with a victory. We're talking to David Lee of the Golden State Warriors, who certainly was a big part uh, of that game. Eighteen points, nine rebounds, and a ninety-four eighty-three victory. Last night in Utah, going into the game, David, it almost seemed like uh, your two teams were in similar spots. But uh, each day that goes on, it seems as if the Golden State Warriors are making a statement that they have turned the corner as a franchise. How do you guys feel about that inside the locker room? Well, we are, we're, we're very confident that, that we're a playoff team and that we're a team that uh, deserves to be winning these games. And you know, it, midway through that uh, seven-game road trip and... We're, you know, there were some times we're saying, wow, we're, we're really 4-0, we're really 5-0, we're beating these teams. Um, but I think now, in a, in a confident but not cocky way, we believe that, uh, without using the words we believe, um, that we, uh, <laughs> that's, that that's been trademarked. Winning, that we're capable of winning these games if we follow our scouting report and we, and we pay attention to detail and do the things that, that we can do. Vic was just talking about the next nine-game stretch for you guys, and clearly one difference between that and the earlier road trip where you went 7-1 and one on that long stretch uh, is that you're not definitely not under the radar in any way whatsoever at this point. But uh, given the spacing of the games, given the quality of the opponents and the confidence you guys have been building, what do you make of that coming trip? Well, you know, we, we just have to keep taking everything one game at a time, and I know that sounds cliche, but... Um, it is cliche. It, it re- you know, it really is, but... Uh, my girlfriend was actually, you know, asking me to make, uh, you know, holiday plans and then plans for family to come in town. And, you know, I, I usually look about two to three games ahead. Like I could tell you that, you know, who we're playing this weekend. And then I really have no idea after that. Uh, but she was asking me to look ahead and look at things. I looked at the schedule and I said, wow, we have a lot of tough teams. But really, it, it, you can't look at it like that because we just got to, we got to find a way. We're, we're good enough to beat anybody, um, and we're and we're you know, but we're we're not so good that we can't lose to anybody, as we've proven as well. So, we just need to to keep focusing on each game and and uh, 
January is going to be a tough month, but we got to grind it out and uh, and continue doing the things that we've done to be successful. And we should be just fine. Uh, David Lee, um, our our visitor from the Warriors, who uh, joins us every Thursday uh, during the season. David, I've been uh, asking uh, GMs and various people around the league if the Warriors can only have one All Star, uh, who would it be? And they're split almost right down the middle between you and Steph Curry. But one of the comments that was made was in regard to you. You know what? He's playing. Um, he's he's he is earning his contract his con talk about his contract uh should not be uh it shouldn't happen anymore what does it mean to you to hear somebody say that well it's positive just because the reason is is because we're winning i mean you know it's never been about numbers if you look at you know my numbers compared to a boozer and amari stoudemire Mm -hmm. uh, chris bosh guys that signed the same summer i did uh it's never been about my numbers versus their numbers. Um, uh, in fact, it's been favorable in my direction uh, when, when it comes to that stuff. But that's not what, as everyone knows, that's not what it's about. Um, the fact that that uh, Steph and I are helping us win ball games right now is the most important thing, and it should remain the most important thing. So that's good to hear, and it's good to hear for the reason that that uh, that you know why why it's being said is because we're winning games, and and that's how I was brought here. I wasn't brought, you know paid the money I was paid and brought here to, to the Bay Area to put up double-doubles, brought here to, to be an important part, an important leader on a team that's that's going to hopefully make the playoffs here and in year out. Uh, one of the guys that uh, put up a single-double last night, Andres Biedrinch, with, uh, with 12 re- rebounds in 19 minutes, obviously a, a big boost. What? How has this team gone about uh, keeping guys like Andres who – in his own way, has been criticized for his contract and is not playing the role that he once did with this team. How how has this team kept those guys involved in a way that allows or inspires them to go out and give you an effort like Andres did last night? Well, I mean, you first got to give credit to Andres. I mean, he's you know he uh, has had times where he's gotten DNPs. Uh, he's had times where he's played three or four minutes at times. Yeah, you know, he didn't get up one shot last night, and and it didn't bother him at all. He he dominated the boards in the first half, uh, blocked a shot or two, um, probably altered about five or six more shots. I uh, played unbelievable for us, but I think the biggest thing comes back to the culture that we've started to establish and and need to continue to keep, and that's that that we're very serious about the game. At the same time, we're having a great we're, we're having a great time, or we're, we're there having fun day in and day out in practice. And we're we're working hard as a team to get better. And I think when when it's a positive vibe around the locker room and around practice and around the games, even if it's not necessarily you know your number being called every night, and and I'm just guessing this because I, I can't you know I can't pretend to understand uh, that right now because I'm I'm getting consistent minutes, but. I feel like it's a more fun locker room to be around, and since everyone gets along a, a so well. It makes it easier to go to work every day and continue to to, to put in the time. And, and Andres is putting a lot of extra time. A lot of the times I go to get shots up, you know, uh, the night before games, late at night. He's always in there getting work in. So um, he, he's ready and he's kept himself ready. And that's 
that's a professional thing to do and a veteran thing to do. And, and he was ready last night and gave us huge minutes. David Lee of the Warriors is joining us on 95.7 The Game. And David, you know, you're, you're bringing up uh, items that to really uh, carry over to a lot of different sports. The idea that you have a good place to work and an atmosphere where you're having fun and where you're getting some success by buying into the program that your coach and the leaders of your team have, have put together. I wanted to ask about how that affects a rookie player, somebody like Harrison Bar, you know, a young guy like Harrison Bards or Draymond Dreamer, Festus Azili. Um, is this not almost an ideal situation for them to, to break in and then slowly get uh, those key critical minutes, uh, say, in an overtime game or something like that, where, where then as you get to the critical games at the end of the year and into the playoffs, they can make more of a contribution? Yes, cause, and it's very important because we need them. You know, if they were just guys that that are, are 13 through 15 guys on the bench, it, it would be still important for them to get this experience and to see how things should be done. But it wouldn't matter as much because it would just be, you know, building for a few years down the line. But we need these guys. Uh, there's been times where we've relied heavily upon uh, Draymond Green, Harrison, Festus, really fill in the blank with everybody. And we're going to continue to be that way. And, and, you know, we hope to have Andrew Bogut back real soon. Uh, but we don't know that timetable. And so, uh, you know, that's going to continue to, you know, to shorten our bench with Brandon Rush out. Uh, you know, it's going to, it makes all these guys that much more important. And, and uh, their attitudes have been good all year, and and uh, you know it's. Uh, I'm glad they don't have to see some of the things that I saw in my first couple of years in the league, where where uh, I kind of felt like I was on an island. Sometimes me, Nate Robinson, and Channing, yeah, uh, kind of on an island, like trying to figure our way out on our own. Sometimes, but uh, they're uh, they're in a great situation, and and they're making the most of it because they're they're playing they're playing very very well. Well, David, we will see you out at the Oracle Arena Island uh, tomorrow. We're doing our show out there as we do uh, every Warriors home game. And uh, and I'll see you somewhere along uh, on the sidelines. Thanks a lot for joining yeah, us. I'll see you pregame. For those of you guys who don't know, you know, Rick takes a good 45 minutes to hour and a half pregame for his hair regimen. So when I finally see him, it's usually like second or third quarter when he has everything in place. So... When I, like you said, I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> wow, uh, David, it, it, I, I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait to talk to you uh, over at the arena. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone knows you wake up from a nap and your hair is in that perfect, you know, perfect position. I could go so many ways with that, but I'm not. We got to go, and uh, and I'll save it for the next time you're on, and we'll go. We'll delve into your your uh, experiences as a rookie with the New York Knicks. Perfect. You're the man. Thank you. Rachel. You got it, David. Here's a great All guy, right. David Lee.